This is Sarah Elizabeth, and you're listening to Front Porch Radio in Columbia, Tennessee, 101.7 WKOM. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Brown's Body Shop has two locations to provide your vehicles with high-quality body and frame repairs, the best paint jobs, and custom body fabrications. Brown's Body Shop has been successful for more than 50 years because of their highly trained personnel, competitive prices, superior customer care, and timely service. Don't put off body repairs or that custom paint job at Fenders. Go to Brown's Body Shop today, 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, Southern Middle Tennessee, and North Alabama. Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long hot day at work, 
there's always one nearby. Quick Mart Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across southern middle Tennessee and north Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. Farmer Johnny here, Taylor Family Farm. I want to give you all a little look-see. We raise 100% non-GMO, grass-fed beef, pasture chicken, and pork on our family farm. Everything that we grow is raised with love and care to ensure the highest quality and nutrition for our family and customers. You can shop online at taylorfamilyfarmtn.com or visit our farm store in person at Etheridge, Tennessee at 301 Dave Reisner Road. That's taylorfamilyfarmtn.com for more information. This is Clayton Harris, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. Absolutely incredible weekend of sports for me, for you, for us, for the we. Incredible, really. Just a great, 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 great sports weekend for those of us that love this stuff and are sick with it. I mean, it was uh, those two games yesterday were about as good as they get in football. And I guess to thine own self be true. But I'll tell you this. The cutesy coaching, the, the cutesy coaching stuff will get you beat when it comes in playoff football. Playoff football is not regular season football. And, and I kind of want to talk about this today because I think Josh Heupel could learn a few things from Dan Campbell. Look, it's one thing to be pedal to the metal. And go lights out and, you know, go hard and all the things you want to do and be your brand and all those things. Man, but when you get in the moment, you've got to take points. When you get in the moment, you have to take points. When you get in the moment, you have got to take your field goals. You have got to take your points. And I'm not on here second-guessing Dan Campbell. I mean, Dan Campbell... Raise the level of the Lions. But when you go down the field yesterday and you're in a game and they kick a field goal on you in the third quarter and you drive down in the field goal range and you've got a fourth and two, you have got or fourth and three. And I realize they threw a pass in the flat that should have been caught by a professional receiver 100 times out of 100. You have got to take three points there. No ands, ifs, or buts about it. And if you take three points before the end of the half, thus signaling, hey, we're going to play this thing differently today, you have got to take three there. The Detroit Lions right now should be playing in the Super Bowl. And truthfully, they'd be, they would be my favorite to win the game over that Kansas City team that got there yesterday with mirrors and guts and guile and the fact that Lamar Jackson can't play in the playoffs, as I've told you. As I've told, he is the modern-day Randall Cunningham. Trust me, I've seen it. And I love Randall Cunningham, my favorite quarterback of all time with the Eagles. But he was never going to win in the playoffs. And this guy was never going to win in the playoffs. Never, ever. Never, ever. But let's, without further ado, notwithstanding the Nashville takeover, we did... Garza Law, Tennessee basketball overtime the other night. And I don't know that I've laughed that much, smiled that much in a long time doing a basketball postgame show. People, Holly came on here and got all exercised. A couple other people came on here and talked about the way they were treated down there. 
Kyle came in here and caught a promo for the ages. Something about somebody he teaches tennis to, and they had some tickets downstairs, and he tried to get them. And she looked at him and said, Kyle, we, we can't, you know, you can't have them because you're, you're a Tennessee fan, and we're leaving them blank. And, and, and that's, that's what Vandy fans did the other night. They either came as empty seats or they didn't come at all. And then somebody called in and said that they were, it, it was a great show. If you missed that, go to tclub.team. You will laugh the whole time. Matt was in rare form. We, we both are getting soft in our old age because we both feel sorry for Vanderbilt's uh, players because those kids play hard. There's just not enough of them because their coach doesn't want to recruit and it's bad for the league and it's an eyesore and it's a blight and all that stuff. But without further ado, I don't want to bore you with me, but I'll tell you this. I love the wide-open, newfangled, new-age football that you know these guys play, and Josh Heupel and going for it. All, I get all that, okay? When you get in playoff games, it's a different sport. It's a different sport in college. It's a different sport in professional football. It's a different sport. You cannot play... A postseason game like you're playing a regular season game. It's a different sport. And I hope, I hope our coach learns from this because I want to win here. I want, I want to get into a playoff spot and I want to win here. And you're not going to win playing that way. You're not. If you don't take your points in major college football in the playoffs and you don't take your points in the NFL, in the playoffs, you will not win those games. You have to manage those games. Those games cannot manage you. It is plain and simple. The defense is always going to be better the further you go up that flagpole, just like the wind blows the hardest, Johnny Majors. Let's bring Bino Jeff Henderson in here without further ado. And, Brian, I know they want to talk on the above subjects, and then we want to hear from you. At 865-200-5402, congratulations to the Chiefs and Team Tay-Tay. I am on Team Tay-Tay because I go on too many dates. That's what they all say. And I trigger everybody. And for the record, I have no problem with Taylor Swift. Never did. I do have a problem with... uh, the other Kelsey brother trying to take the shine of the other one in Buffalo, but they kept him under wraps. Apparently, he fell asleep during the game the other day, uh, which is a much better look for him than in Buffalo. But enough of me. Bino Jeff Henderson, that was an incredible day of football yesterday, preceded by a really fun night down in Memorial. Yeah, it was a good weekend of sports, Tony. Um, the Conference championship games rarely uh, fail you, and and they certainly didn't uh, on Sunday. Uh, two good, compelling football games um, with with four solid football teams in them. Uh, I always enjoy that day of NFL football, even though there's only two games. Um, it uh, Saturday, it it looked like we might revisit history there in the first half. When a Vanderbilt team has absolutely no business being in the game with us, finds a way to play as well as they can play, and we find a way not to. Uh, and in the second half, uh, the world got back right again. Uh, Connect took the game over, and uh, I, I just think Tony he's easily he's easily uh, a top five must watch player uh, in in Tennessee basketball history. 
some on the post game were saying, look, I wasn't here for Bernard King. So long ago, the sport was so different. But this guy has, uh, as the season goes along, Bino, he's going to be a guy here for one year, okay? One year. And he's going to walk out of here like a legend, like a um, like a Chuck Webb of basketball. Chuck Webb played so little here. And people that were around still talk about him with the reverence that he deserves because literally he was a brilliant genius on a football field with a ball in his hands. This guy at this level, and some vote who was doing the game here tonight, said it's almost unfair for a guy that big to be that skilled with that kind of athletic ability at this level. Essentially, there was nothing Vanderbilt <clears throat> could do with him. And, and Matt Dixon made a great point. He had a drive to the to the lane, which was our connexial drive of the game, where he dri- drives the lane on the left side, switches hands in midair, and then switches back and lays the ball in. I mean, who does that, Bino? Yeah, I, uh, because the game's so different, Tony, I... I'm not sure we've ever seen anyone here that can score in so many different ways uh, as as he did. Uh, you know, I, I, I don't think there'll ever be another Bernard King here. There was one. There won't be another. Um, there's no one in his class. Uh, but, you know, as a scorer, uh, you could certainly argue uh, Dalton Connect anywhere below Bernard King that you want to put him. Uh, and you know, I'll listen to that argument. What about the takeover, our fans? And and I think the SEC network, I, I realize that the SEC network comes from a school of, this is, we're all about all SEC teams, but they really buried the lead the other night. Because when you get a gym where we had multiple accounts on the post game, Garza Law, Tennessee basketball overtime the other night, saying, that they were actually trying to um, uh, give out prizes, okay, in, in at the gym the other night. You know, coupons, whatever. Coupons, as you like to say, some people. And they couldn't find people to give them to, you know, because there was only a couple hundred Vanderbilt fans there. I mean, they couldn't even, they couldn't even, shouldn't that be mentioned on the television, tel- shouldn't that be mentioned on the telecast? Uh. Yes, Tony. I think that's part of the story. Um, so, yes, I agree with you. That that should be mentioned, should be shown. I'm not surprised it wasn't uh, on uh, the SEC info marshal, uh, but it, 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 it should be. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, when, when Alabama took our stadium over in 2008, they were panning the crowd and watching them sing and all that deal. I mean, to me, that's a part of it. Hey, there are more Tennessee fans in this place than maybe ever. I mean, I had Ken Miller call me before tip-off, who's an OG, like you know. You know Ken, Crossville. And and Ken says, Tony, I, I've been going to these games since the 70s. I've never seen anything like this. He said, I didn't think this was possible. He said, if you take the students out of here, there might be 200 Vanderbilt fans in this place. Maybe. It's crazy. Now, the deal is, at some point, the Southeastern Conference is going to have to tell Vanderbilt, if you're going to remain here, you need to care about something other than baseball and women's bowling. 
you you either start caring and start trying or find somewhere else to play. Find another conference. Put that in the blog for tomorrow. Vandy needs the talk. You, Brian Hartman, you've been very you silent never, here thus far. Go ahead. You never see a head football coach at a road basketball game get on TV with Josh Heupel. You hardly ever see that. And if Vanderbilt, they have to care somewhat because Jerry Stackhouse has like, what, an $8 million buyout? Is that you were yeah, talking about, Bino, the size of this buyout? Bino, what were you talking about, the size of this buyout? Is that what you were talking about? Oh, I'm just I'm, I, I'm just talking about you can't sit around and watch both of your major men's programs just suck and continue to just allow it to go in that direction. Uh, you know, Vandy football is what it is. Vanderbilt basketball should be a presence in this league, could be a presence in this league. Uh, it, uh, you know, it just, it, 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 it bothers me that they continue to check collect. Uh, yeah, they're doing upgrades on their stadium, Brian, and he's got a big old buyout like every coach in America for whatever reason at every stop. Uh, but, uh, they obviously don't care. Yeah. As a Tennessee partisan, and Matt and I were talking about this, and I don't know, maybe this isn't for everybody, but we were both in the moment the other night appreciative of how hard Vanderbilt's kids played in a gym where they were outnumbered 8-1. to one. Think about that. I, I had several Tennessee fans. I talked to a couple of friends yesterday that went down didn't call the post game, and they said, Tony, when the kids were being introduced, they were being vociferously booed in their own building. They said, I heard you talking and they said in the moment we were like laughing. And then one of my friends said, I got to thinking about it. And, you know, if that was my kid and they did all that work and here they are playing a home game in their home floor and they're getting getting booed like that. He, he was like, what's the point? What's the point? And, Bino, that it's is up. your point. When you when you allow things to get in that position where that's happening to your kids on their floor, Bino, what is the point in that? At that point, you are check collecting, aren't you? Absolutely. Go ahead, Brian. You heard the fans when Barnes got the technical foul. You could hear him on television saying, ref, you suck. Ref, you suck. Out loud, on the road. And and, and Brian. <laughs> and that's what they do during football games on Seeker Day when Tennessee goes down there. And, and I realize. That, that players get booed. I realize that Neil kid, Neil man, Neil, he was a kid when they hired. I, I realize that guy's an SEC, you know, kind of hack rooney whatever. It's fine. But you gotta say something that night. They gotta pan the crowd. Hey, look! Look at this show of civil disobedience from Vanderbilt's fan base. Jerry Stackhouse is under fire. That's a story. An eighty-five to ninety percent crowd for Tennessee, unprecedented. And you don't say one word about it on television. I'm sorry, but that's a story. And it was ignored. And and I don't understand that. But that's me. Bino, what about my take on what Dan Campbell did yesterday? And I listen, I love these newfangled coaches. I love going into a place and winning where losing 
was so expected. You talk about several generations of losing. You talk about not winning a playoff game in the road since 1956. They had a 17-point lead yesterday in the second half. And the Niners come down. They kick a field goal to make it a 14-point game. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, the Lions come right back down the field, keeping momentum on their side, executing well offensively. They get in a fourth and three and a short field goal. You've got to kick a field goal there. And I want our coach to learn from this. The playoffs is not the regular season, and it never will be. Those are two different things. You cannot coach like that in the playoffs, Bino, in my mind. Uh, no, I, I, I think you're right, Tony, and even more so in the NFL, uh, whether it's regular season uh, or whether it's the playoffs. Uh, points are just at a premium. You have to take points when you have an opportunity to get them. Uh, and, and that was basically the turning point in the game when – uh, they they have a 14-point lead with a chance to go up 17. Uh, they decide not to kick the field goal, uh, and San Francisco gets an absolute fluke play uh, on on the long pass, uh, and yep. all of a sudden it's a different football game. Uh, then, then they've got the momentum, Gary Danielson, and Detroit was never going to get it back. Gary Danielson, who ironically enough played at Detroit, it's a pretty good quarterback in his day at Detroit, actually. Uh, doesn't be- I wonder if he's watching that game yesterday, saying to his wife and his kids, "Hey, you know, momentum's not real. This thing, what's happening to them? They just strung together some bad plays, but momentum's not real." You imagine watching that yesterday? You could feel that fumble coming before it happened. You could feel that getting ready to happen, Bean Star. You could feel it. Yeah, I mean, all of a sudden after that play. A defense for San Francisco that hadn't stopped anything all day long. Regardless, Detroit got what they wanted whenever they wanted it. All of a sudden, they stepped up for a few series. Unreal. You know, Dan Campbell's done a fantastic job resurrecting that Will Be Gone mm. franchise, but mm. he also blew a golden opportunity yesterday with just some idiotic decision making. And no one's talking about what happened at the end of the game when they were down inside the goal line when they could have kicked a field goal earlier with more time, all timeouts left, and then tried an onside. Well, they wouldn't have had to do an onside kick. They could have kicked deep and used their timeouts and got the ball back. And then the other game, it might be start. It might be time to start talking about Andy Reid as the best coach of this era because. He was great with the Eagles, and he's been great in Kansas City. And the hoodie can't. The hoodie was a byproduct of Tom Brady. That's what he was, and I love the hoodie. Hoodie's a trip now, but you take Tom Brady away from him, he's a five hundred coach. And he didn't get a job this time. Which, by the way, have you noticed what they're hiring in the NFL as head coaches? They won't say this out loud. That Adam Schefter's of the world. Those. Owners and those GMs today want young kids they can control as head coaches. They don't want real honest-to-goodness. They don't want Dan Campbell types in there. Most guys that are getting, or Harbaugh, 
uh, types. Most of these kids that are getting jobs are young kids. Look, half of them look like they haven't shaved. The Eagles just hired Kellen Moore as their offensive coordinator. People can laugh at us if they want, but they're going to set him up next year to be the head coach when they fire that uh, when they fire that coach next year. That's going to happen. People laugh at that. A buddy of mine laughed at me yesterday. This is what the NFL's become. It is not surprising to me that the guy in Nashville didn't get a job because he wants a say. And they don't want people that want a voice. They want people that will be dictated to, sign a several million dollar paycheck, and then take the blame in the media when it doesn't work out. It's a lot like the way baseball's going, Bino. The eggheads are running the deal behind the scenes now. Somebody else's name's on it, but there's somebody upstairs running the deal. Yeah, <laughs> you know, Tony, it, uh, I read a little piece on Callahan, um, and the the quotes, of course, you're always going to see this because in, in most instances, when you fire a coach, you kind of go the exact opposite of what you had before from a uh, – a, a temperament and a control standpoint. Uh, they either feel like they're being over-controlled or under-controlled. But uh, it, it gave some credence to what Tennessee Lee had said on here about relationships within that organization. Uh, because without saying it, they just basically said uh, that Brable was a headache they didn't want anymore. Mm-hmm. And they want somebody that says yes, yes, yes. And, and, and Vrabel and the hoodie are both getting passed over in this cycle. The kids are getting jobs. The kids they can shove around at all these stops. So it'll be interesting to see how it works out. 865-200-5402 if you have a thought. Also... Dalton Connect has a golden opportunity to jump into that National Player of the Year conversation this week. Now, Tennessee faces a South Carolina team tomorrow, 6.30 Eastern Time tip-off, which means we'll be on, you know, kind of early with our Garza Law Tennessee basketball overtime tomorrow night, our postgame. But Dalton Connect is your national player of the year. That's what he is. He's the story in college basketball right now. He's like uh, when Jimmer Fredette was at BYU, me and my buddies would sit in my basement and we'd watch him because you had to watch him because there was nothing like him in the game. And he's the it I player. Think I think this guy's better. I think Connect is better. Than I just mean, I just mean from a from a standpoint of he's going to do things you don't see in college basketball. That's all I mean, Bry. Jim or Fredette would get the ball over midcourt and shoot it like uh, the, like the young lady from Iowa does. He he would pull from anywhere, and he was just unconscious. He was unconscious. He was out of control. I'd still take Connect over. Him. I understand. That's not. But, you know, if you took, say, the top 60 teams in college basketball, this is what player of the year is, by the way. It's what it's supposed to be. Not supposed to be, 
well, Jerry Palm and them, you know, they decide back in August that this guy's player of the year and then he has to get knocked off the perch. It's not a championship belt, last time I checked. It shouldn't be. So, Bino, if you – play with me here. If you took 60 head coaches around the country, top 60 teams in basketball, and you put those two guys side by side, okay, what percentage would take Connect? What percentage would take um, the guy from uh, Purdue? Well, I, I think all you need to look to see, Tony, is how few true centers like Edie there are out there today, which means the game's kind of gone away from them. Mm. Uh, so I would say that most would do what you're saying and and take the uh, the score. Uh, you know, I, I'm not going to take anything away from Edie. No. Edie's going to win the thing because he's been there forever. Uh, that's basically why he's going to win it. And yeah, he's a rim protector and a scorer, and he, he's a he's a problem for everyone. But, uh, you know, so so is Connect as far as the way that you have to game plan uh, when you're going to try to play Tennessee. Um, so I, I think most coaches would – would take connect because that's just the, the game that we see today. And when that dude starts hopping up on those feet and he does that thing where he starts getting up on the balls of his feet and that's his tell that he wants that basketball and they put that thing in his hands like he did in, in the, when he had his flurry there uh, in the second half, you can forget about it. Okay? If you're trying to defend him, and the other thing he does that I love is he gets everybody involved. You know, he shot his, he scored the other night without a high volume of shots. If he took a high volume of shots the other night, Bino, he could have easily gotten 40 in that game. Easily. I'm talking easily. Oh, yeah. yeah, he's, he's, I mean, he goes on strings where he's a high volume shooter, but he, not, not all the time. Nope. He shares the ball when, uh, when, when he's supposed to share the ball. He, he's he's just a joy to watch, Tony. So much fun to watch him. Obviously, if you gave fans about what they'd rather watch, they'd rather watch Connect than to watch Edie. Nobody pulls for a giant, you know. Jerry Stackhouse here night <laughs> said that him and the kid from Alabama that was the first pick last year, first round pick. He said, those are the two hardest covers in my, my years of being here. And I'll say this about Jerry. We said it all week about Stackhouse. If Jerry Stackhouse had a designated recruiter, he'd win big at Vanderbilt. The guy can really coach. He had two and a half players. He might be the best coach in the league, just pure coach. The stuff he runs, he runs beautiful stuff. Just beautiful stuff. I'm talking just pure coach. But he refuses to recruit. It is the weirdest thing in the world watching his team why would you choose if you're him and you had his name to go out there with three and a half players and attempt to play in this league it does not have to be that way well you know they don't have the nil come on at vanderbilt they got all kinds of billionaires all you do is get on the phone and call people hey will you help us you know what you do in life when you call somebody and say hey will you help me you know what most people say to you Sure, how can I help? But if you don't do that and you don't hustle, it'll never happen for you in anything. 
And I have too many people that I know that are in the know at Vanderbilt that say, including some that have appeared on here, say that Jerry Stackhouse just doesn't try in that regard. And it's really weird, Bino, because his team plays really hard, and he's a really good coach. And he's going to get fired at the end of the year. And I don't know that we've seen anything like that in this league because he can obviously coach. Yeah, I, I, are you? You know, and I, I don't. I don't think it's a uh, Rick Patino, Wade Houston setup. Uh, when Rick Barnes is highly complimentary of Jerry Stackhouse, I, I don't think Barnes says anything he doesn't mean. No, and uh, he's highly complimentary of Jerry Stackhouse. But I mean. If Stackhouse got an area that he's not trying in, well, then apparently he's the perfect fit at Vandy. <laughs> when we come back, 865-200-5402. Dan Campbell and the Lions, is it fair to second-guess him, or is that just BS on our part? Is the game different in the postseason? And does Josh Hype will have stuff he needs to learn or can learn from Dan Campbell, or am I annexing that? And it's out of bounds, me saying what I'm saying there about Heupel. Because I, I believe in, in college football, because it's getting ready to become a playoff sport, you're going to see the same thing. Take your points. Postseason baseball, more low scoring. Postseason NHL, more low scoring. Postseason NBA, more low scoring. Like Bino said, points are a premium. If you get three, get three. Three is a lot better than zero. A lot better. And three times yesterday, three times the Lions walked away with zero when they could have had three. That's different in your football game. I mean, I'm not a mathematician. Not to mention the fact that momentum, when you turn a ball over like that and you give somebody life, and that was it. When they when they failed to catch that ball, and it was a it was a well designed play, but you just can't do that in the postseason. Even if you'd have gotten the first down, I'd be on here saying, Hey, you got to get points. But that's the way they played. And he's done a really great job of resurrecting them. Will they ever get back? That's the thing you got to wonder about a franchise like that. Will they ever get back? We'll come back on the other side so we can talk about that. This Dalton Connect thing, you know what's crazy about him? Is that we're not even at that midway point of the SEC season left up. Uh, uh, yet, and he's already left an indelible mark on this place. An indelible. He's going to be a one-year wonder here. Can you remember some of the one-and-done guys that played here? Because I'll be honest with you, I can't. And we had, we've had some nice one-and-done players here. But this guy already, and no offense to any of those people, but this guy already, I mean, he is from... You talk about an, another world. Uh, people the other night on, on Garza Law on our post game were like, they're pinching themselves going, is he really on our team? Things like this don't happen for us. And he has you believing. We'll talk about it as we continue on the other side after this. This is Coach Devin Simler from Columbia Central Baseball. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Alert, alert! 
Columbia, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram has a huge announcement. We're expanding our service center to get you in and out quicker than ever. That's right, five new service bays to get your vehicle back on the road. Don't drive a Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, or Ram. It doesn't matter. Our certified technicians are trained to work on all makes or models. More service, less time. Only at Columbia Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram. Family owned and operated. You can count on us. This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. If your car was damaged in an auto accident, chances are you'd fix the car. Why wouldn't you give that same attention to yourself? Untreated whiplash injuries of the spinal column may lead to conditions such as headaches, numbness in the arms, neck and back pain. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating such injuries from an auto accident. Accident consultations are free. Call me painfree.com or call 615-551-9224. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Barrett's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Barrett & Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Hi, Jimmy here for Columbia Ace Hardware. Columbia Ace Hardware now carries Magnolia Home by Joanna Gaines Paint. Now their premium quality and huge selection of colors will be right in your neighborhood, along with the award-winning service and advice Columbia Ace has always provided for your paint projects. Around the block, what you need in stock, with people who know their paint. Columbia Ace, the helpful place. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. Hello, this is Rick Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. What is a full-service jeweler? Experienced staff, custom designers, in-house jewelry repairs, and beautiful jewelry. Yes, at Tillis Jewelry, we are passionate, knowledgeable, and committed to integrity. We strive to be the best in our community and in our profession. We build long-term relationships and become part of family traditions that will cross generations. We delight clients by providing an unparalleled selection, superior service, and exceptional value. Tillis Jewelry, we exceed your expectations. The generations that have paved the way for us deserve respect, integrity, and compassion. This is Kelly Dobson, owner of Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. My grandmother and mother started this business in 2005, and I was honored to take over in 2012. Licensed and insured, we help our aging community stay in the comfort of their own homes. Online at caringheartshomehealthcarellc.com, by phone 931-381-5470, or in person at 1121 Trawood Avenue here in Columbia. That's Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. 
Debbie Matthews grew up and lives in beautiful Columbia, Tennessee. As a realtor, she is well-versed in homes, neighborhoods, development, and schools. She wants to share her love of her home state with others to help them find just the right place to raise a family, open a business, or develop a dream. From luxury listings to land, she can handle it all. She is the current leading producer, Nashville Realty Group. Contact Debbie Matthews Realtor at 615-476-3224. That's 615-476-3224. Columbia's own 8th Annual Mid-State Classic Collegiate Softball Triple Header returns on April 2nd at the Ridley Sports Complex. Columbia Central versus Spring Hill at 10 a.m. Then it's Columbia State versus UT Southern at 1.30. And at 5.30, the Lady Volunteers face off against the Memphis Tigers. Tickets are available online at columbiatn.com slash midstateclassic. Tickets are $10 and good for all three games. The Mid-State Classic, April 2nd. See you at the game. This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern Middle Tennessee, WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia. You know, we were talking as we come back with you on your Tony Basilio show. It's a Monday. We were talking during our timeout, being on my soft bry, and we were just kind of comparing notes here, and people that listen to us over on Twitter spaces and more places and more faces, which is a great way to consume a show. You get to hear what we're doing uh, during the uh, during the brief timeouts, but we were talking uh, during the break about the whole one and done thing and how Dalton Connect is just such an outlier. He's such an outlier compared to some of the well, the Rick Barnes transfers. I mean, for for and and then the one and done guys. It, He's not really a one-and-done, as Bino said. It's, that's that's a misnomer to call him a one-and-done because he's really a transfer player, right, Beanstar? Yeah, I mean, he's he's already at the ceiling of what you hoped your one-and-done players, for the most part, would be. He's he's a man. So is he he's, a, is he a one-and-done or a transfer? I mean, what he's a transfer. Because here's the thing, me and Matt were talking about it on the post game. And the thing that's wild is his team had a losing record last year. And I was recounting that I was talking to somebody that scouted him out at Northern Colorado who said he was skinny. Didn't look anything like this. He basically Tennessee got in a bidding war and got him last year. They basically spent their NIL budget on him. They went all in on him. They gambled. He came in, worked his rear end off in the weight room, got bigger, stronger, looks completely different than he did last year, and he has blossomed. Just a perfect situation. And if you think about Tennessee's one-and-done players, let's look at some of those guys. Tobias Harris is one of them. I think he was our first one. Is that right, Brian? Was Tobias Harris our first one and done? I believe so, yes. I think so. Who else is on that list? Who's next? Kennedy Chandler. Kennedy Chandler. Keon Johnson. Okay, Keon Johnson. Springer. Keon Johnson. How about... uh, They played together, right? Hang on a second. Keon Johnson. Johnson and Springer played together one year. And Jaden Springer. And I thought Jaden Springer at the time was more developed... Than Keon Johnson, but 
the word on Jaden Springer at the pro level is he still doesn't shoot the ball well enough, and Keon didn't shoot it well when he was here, and those guys are going to have trouble sticking in the NBA. Uh, well, Keon already has had trouble sticking. Jaden's going to have trouble sticking if he doesn't if he does not learn to shoot the ball better. Brian, so to, Tobias Harris, Keon Johnson, Jaden Springer, Kennedy Chandler, this guy is way better than any of those guys. Yes. Well, yeah, you're forgetting about EJ Anasicki who played with Springer and Keon. No, actually, actually, I'm not. But give me some of those guys. <laughs> who were some of the transfers under Barnes? Because this is, and, and no offense to any of these people, because they tried. But who comes to mind? EJ Anasicki. Who else? Who James are, Daniels. James Daniel the third. James and Daniel. What did he you do? Have who was James? Chris Daniel? Darrington. Who is James, James Daniel the third? He was like a, uh, I think he was a, maybe a point backup point guard or two guard or something. Bino, could you pick Chris Darrington out? If I put a hundred photos <laughs> in front of you, could you pick that kid out? Do you ever remember remember seeing him? Uh, I I I could not, Tony. I think I saw him on on an old western once. <laughs> Chris Darrington, EJ Anasik, James Daniel three. John Fields. John Fields. What was the he guy's with name? Uh, Lou Evans. L-E-W Evans. Shout out Lou Evans. Wow. <laughs> and so what were we to think when this guy transferred in here? I mean, I mean this guy is like from another planet. When you put them on that list, Bino, when you make a list of those guys, I mean, what in the world? Sound like you and I doing scratch-offs. <laughs> it's so true. And if he was, a, if if this guy was a scratch-off, Bino, what what winner would he be? Like several thousand dollars, right? You could you couldn't cash it at wherever you bought it. <laughs> It's so crazy to think about it. Was Derek Walker one and done, or did he play two years? Derek Walker. I have no idea. Who is Derek Walker? He was like a, a forward on the early, I guess, with Grant and Averill on those teams. But he was – he wasn't he brought went in to Nebraska. He transferred to Nebraska. I he believe. wasn't a transfer, though. He was just a signee. I'm not thinking about. I'm thinking. We're about, talking about. Oh, okay. You're I'm thinking, thinking of either guys they bring in as a transfer or guys they bring in on the one and done program. Like the problem with the one and dones in college, okay, is very simple. I'm never going to see the best of you while you're here, unless you stay at least two years. I'll never see the best of you because a Rick Barnes is always going to be a player development guy. And he is always going to need more than one season with you. Now, you can come and you'll learn under him and he'll help you develop. But if you look at where Grant Williams began and where Grant Williams ended, if you look at where Admiral Schofield began and where he ended, you know, that's the essence of this deal. Uh, you were looking up Kennedy Chandler, Bry. He is where right now? He is playing in the G League with the Long Island Nets. Where's Keon, Bry? Keon is. I he he should have stayed. Here. Keon Johnson absolutely should have stayed. Jaden Springer, Jaden Springer should have stayed. 
Those he guys looks like that, he might be in the G League too somewhere. Okay. Uh, he's with the. He actually is with the on. He's a teammate of Kennedy Chandler. Wow. On the Long Island Nets. Wow. This guy should have stayed, this, man. This is a different situation, but what what's happened with Julian Phillips? There you go. That's another one. No, Julian Phillips. Well, did he get drafted by the Bulls or something? You know, he didn't go to the NBA. He went to he's in the USC NBA. or something. Where did he go? No, he's in the NBA playing for the Bulls. Oh, is he? And we, Billy Donovan yes. can't stand him. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. We had a special sign, like a uh, special reaction show after Keon Johnson committed that summer. No question. You remember. No question. We thought that was that big of a deal. It was that big of a deal. Anytime you get one of those guys, Brian, they're at the top of the sport, it's a huge deal. But Kentucky basketball fans know this. You get a lot more out of the, that Shepherd kid at the collegiate level that they have right now. And if you ask their fans this, they'll tell you that. Then you do. The one-and-done guy's got to be special, 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 special at this level for it to work out. That's why Connect is almost too perfect. Because that's a guy... 23 years old. Like somebody was asking me the other day, where's the, what's the NBA going to do with him? And I, I've talked to some people about this. They said he, because of his age, he's he won't be a lottery pick. It doesn't matter what he does the rest of the year. He just won't be. Because they want that untapped potential. They want to see, let me get Kennedy Chandler. We'll give him a shot. Uh, we'll see what he has. Or Keon Johnson. Because they want those athletes. Now, the thing I don't understand about this guy, Bino, is I don't know that any of those guys are as athletic as this Connect guy. But he's 23. He can flat out get off the floor, man. He can create his own uh-huh. shot. I mean, I don't know. I'm not a scout. It's like ageism with him. He's 23 years yeah. old. Yeah, that's... I mean... Uh, Tony... Keon and Jaden can shoot till the cows come home, and they'll never be able to shoot the basketball the way Dalton Connect can shoot the basketball. And he can do all those other things yep. uh, athletically yep. uh, that they're looking for. He doesn't defend and at that level, you know. But if you look at the NBA I mean, right now, who's defending? I mean, to be really, the NBA. yeah, to really be honest, of course, in the playoffs you have to defend. But we'll go but to our phone. Make up for that with blocking shots. We'll go to the phones, get as many people in here as humanly possible. I will say this about Connect, though. As Rick Barnes has acquiesced and let him go this year, he's become a better defender, which is something I never thought I'd see. But the the love connection between you and him as the season goes along, that building in Knoxville is going to be the it building to get into. People are going to come from miles around to come see him play. And when he goes on the road, the response from our fan base when he goes on the road is going to be simply amazing. Simply amazing. Congratulations to Bahama John Curry and Wake Forest. They are the number one team entering the year, Bry. According to Baseball America, the Vols are eight. So that, that survey is out. The Chase Burns Chase effect Burns over there. and Bahama John. Bahama John found Tony Valls. Bahama John's a baseball guy. 
He's a baseball guy. Let's go to the phones. And we'll get as many people in here as humanly possible on a day where we celebrate the fact that the Super Bowl is right around the corner. The fact that the Swifties are going to do, do a Super Bowl takeover. And let's get our next call in. Hello and welcome. You're on the air. Hey, Tony. It's uh, Zach from Olympia. Zachy Attacky. Zachy Attacky. It was an attack weekend. Big weekend. And, uh, okay, so if, if Dalton Connect was a scratch-off, I would call him a $20 jumbo buck yep. where you get both numbers and each – after you scratch off each square, it's a twenty dollar and a and a uh, ten dollar, so that you get like a four hundred dollar scratcher off a of twenty. Uh, every I, every every square has a is a match, and it's either a twenty or like a fifty dollar match. See, I'm with Bino. I think he'd be worth so much that you wouldn't be able to cash it at the place you bought it. They, they yeah. Well, can you do that yeah. if you if it's like if you get a scratch off? That's worth several thousand dollars. Like I've seen clips up in some of these convenience stores where they say this guy won two hundred thousand dollars here. Surely they don't pay him out of the register, do they? No, no. Those are the what they have. Those are I sound like a Kentucky fan that I know too much about this, but uh, those are those are like the three hundred X. You get one that that might have like a three hundred X, which means you get paid three hundred times the amount. No, you can't get that from the register. You gotta. You got to go someplace off site into a dark. You have to go to a black site. Yes. Uh, uh, you know the dark web. CIA. Yes. Yeah, dark web. And get yeah. that. But um, Bino, has that ever happened to you? Have you ever hit one like that in your uh, scratching you days? Come on, Tony. You well, I'm asking you. Every time I do scratch offs is with you, and every time we do that, they bring the broom out, and that's the only thing. That- <laughs> <laughs> Hey, 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 one day, Zach, we stopped. We yeah. stopped right outside of um, Washington, oh, okay? And yeah. I think I think between the two of us, we just pulled our money. We were having fun. We were stuck in traffic, and we just got off the road. And I was like, let's just amuse ourselves here. So I think we did like $50 worth just kind of messing around. and Because yeah, uh, we, we were going to go to Atlantic City, so we both brought, brought a little fun money with us. And we decided, but, you know, I don't think – from the 50 bucks that we spent, I don't think we found one match. I don't think we even got, like, a free ticket out of that Free deal. ticket? No free tickets? No free tickets. Bino is a loser when it comes to uh, scratch-offs. He is a loser, man. Hey, the the free ticket is the siren song of, uh, of scratch-offs. Yes. You're like, man, I'm done. I'm leaving. We, did the, two, we, did, we did the $2 jumbo buck. So me yeah, and this yeah. goofball, and it was December. We're fogging up the <laughs> we're fogging up the windows in this car, scratching off, scratching scratch. Both of us are over there scratch. I bet people were looking on the outside of our window, going, "What is wrong with these two people?" There is probably a pile of uh, that whatever that scratch off material. You probably had about a foot of like a foot of snow. Oh yeah, it was yeah, all it. over our clothes. That stuff's nasty, by the way. <laughs> whatever that is. Um, I, I only know about Tennessee Jumbo Bucks because uh, I actually had pretty good success. But um, can I just talk about the – What's your biggest yesterday? winner? What's your biggest oh, winner uh, on the Jumbo Bucks? Um, uh, 150 I, I got a 20 – no, it was a $10 Jumbo Bucks mm-hmm. that I bought in Elizabethan. 
And uh, I was actually kind of broke. It was right after I got out of college, yep. and I won $200 on a ticket, and I needed it, too. It Boom. was weird. It was almost like God sent it to me. But uh, one guy that wasn't so lucky last night was uh, Dan Campbell, and it just it, – I, I, I got – when they went for that first field goal and missed it, I was uh, at my – I was uh, me and my girlfriend were at my mom's house. I, I cooked her dinner. I turned around and looked at mom, who was – was in, into the game, and I was really rooting for the Lions because, you know, they have two or three balls. I, I just felt it. I was like, that is bad juju. I told I told my mom, I told Allie, my girlfriend, I said, that is bad juju right there. And uh, sure enough, I think the next play was that pass that was – I'm pretty sure it was that pass that got kind of batted around. Am, am I correct? Was, yeah, you know, that was, was right after the. That was right after they did not kick that field goal. That's correct. Right, and I was like, man, that there you go. Because actually, that def- defensive back played that ball really well. It just that was up the and, lucky, and most we, unlucky. That was an Alabama break, Bino. That's what was. they got. A Bama break. Ball hitting a guy in a face mask like that, playing center field. And uh, I was really rooting for. We all. We oh. all wanted that. We all oh. wanted the opposite of yesterday. We wanted lions yep. and race yep. as a country, as a country, as a country. And I, yeah, and I love Taylor Swift. I got nothing love with any of that. I'm tired of the games. Yeah, I know. I mean, I'm not. But anyway, I just I can't believe we have to we have to have this. And we yep. should have had lions with Hendon Hooker. Hendon Hooker could have maybe got a full ring. Anyway, uh, Dan Campbell, man, get it. Get it together. Don't be Dan Gamble all the time. Be more Dan Gamble. Ooh, I like that. Danny Boy Gamble. Thank you, Zachy. So But he we go got ahead, John Brian. Jennings. He makes a great he makes a great point though. Let me say one thing about the Lions yesterday. That uniform they wore yesterday with that white and their striping and that helmet was a beaut not that was a gorgeous uniform. That was beautiful. Just on uniforms alone, they deserve to win that game yesterday. Now, I've always been partial to the Lions. Bino, that uniform they wore yesterday was take your breath away pretty. Oh, it's beautiful. Had they have won, would that be the greatest lineup or uniform combination Super Bowl history? No doubt about it. Because that Chiefs thing is undeniable. I don't care. You can sit there and act like you hate the Chiefs all you want. Hey, the Niners uniform's not bad. But it's not the Detroit Lions. That Detroit Lion uniform they had on yesterday. Now, sometimes when they fool around with their collar and, you know, they, they get, they go with like the darker collars. I'm not a big fan of that, but that, that white with the, with the Honolulu blue and that silver helmet. Oh, man. And the Super Bowl. Oh, with the Chiefs. Oh, and Tay Tay in the house. Let's go back to our phones. So. Yeah, um, Dalton connects like a lottery ticket when you look at it, that they scratched and they hit on him. I wonder if they thought he'd be this good. Surely they didn't. Let's go back to the phones. But they knew they were getting a very good player because the way they bid, the way they uh, went after him. Hello and welcome into our next call. You're on the air. Hi, my friends, compatriots. you doing today? Hey, W. Lynn. You there, Tony? Right here, man. Go right ahead. That, that game the other night was so 
unbelievable. And I want to thank the fans. I mean, I said be the sixth, seventh, and eighth man, and by golly, they were like never before. And it's a dirty shame the cameras didn't pan up into the crowd more to show our our orange all over that place. Wouldn't show it. Wouldn't even acknowledge it. Really strange. I mean, you got 85% of the building, and the SEC network acted like it was a normal Vandy, Tennessee game with a 50-50 split of fans. I mean, to me, that's a huge story when you have a takeover like that. It's very disingenuous of them not to show that, in my opinion. Oh, I think so, too. I mean, it's ridiculous. And, uh, Bino, I was thinking kind of what you were thinking uh, about why is Vandy in our league, and I thought, you know, in all this conference expansion, no major conference has ever thrown somebody out. And you might have to get Marcos Gars on here to see what the legal ramifications of that would be. I'm sure it'd be a big multi-billion dollar lawsuit, wouldn't you think? Temple get kicked out of the MAC. Temple got kicked out of a league. Yep, for being uh, is that true? For yes, for being non-competitive. They sure did, Brian. They got kicked out of a league. What did they get kicked out of? The Big East? Something for being non-competitive. If you, it was. The, I think it was the MAC. Was it the if, Was it the MAC? If somebody wants to look it up, that is accurate, Brian. What you're saying is accurate. Well, I'm kind of talking about the power. The power four leagues is. Oh yeah, you're now. not doing. Yeah, you're you're not doing that. And, and I mean, I, I, there's got to be some kind of grant of rights deal. There's there's some kind of grant of rights deal that ties these schools to the league and these leagues to these schools. You know, and, and I say grant of rights off the top of my head because that's a term we use for those ACC schools uh, that have been agitating that they want to get away from that league, uh, particularly the Florida states of the world and a few others. Uh, and look, the ACC that thing's not done yet. If we go into the power power conference deal one day, Vanderbilt's not going to make the cut. They're just not. No, they're not, they're not. And, uh, and they don't I, deserve know, we, to. We by have the about way. nine teams. I know will make the cut. Yeah, they don't we'll deserve have... to. They 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 won't deserve to. And like Bino says, there's no reason. There is no reason. Temple was kicked out of the Big East. Brian just looked it up. There's no okay. reason that you can't at Vanderbilt field a pretty good basketball team. No reason. There's just no reason. Yeah, it's absurd, you know, and uh, we let them play in that stupid gym in the first place that is, has cost us dearly in the past. And, uh, uh, yeah, I, I'm with I'm with Bino. I wish there was some way to get them out, but I, I think you got to go the Pac-12 route. you just all got to leave the league and start something new, you know, and uh, I think we're a few years away from that. But it'll happen. It'll eventually happen. Our fans were so great, though. It was so fun. Oh, I, I would have loved to have been in there, the Air Night W. Link. Can you imagine how much fun? People will, people that were there will remember that, remember that 30 years from now, because I'm not sure it will happen again to that extent. No, no, I'm not. And I liked what Connect and some of the other players said. that, that You know, they noticed even at Georgia, we had a lot of fans in that place. Yep. They said, wherever we go, if it's reasonably close, we got fans there. Yep. Which is very important, and no, I do. I will not consider connect like I do most one and dones. He, I, I wish we could find another COVID year or something somewhere to get him to stay. But no, this this will be something special here. This dude's He's like a VFL man. He's final four and done. That's exactly right. And when he comes out after the the other night and says what he says, 
about playing here? That's as special as it as it comes. Oh, I was about ready to start crying when he was oh, man. About how he Me he could too. play here more. You know, and it was just this is the kind of guy you love. And it's you know, from his and, heart. Uh, it's from his heart. This guy is giving his really all, is. man. And uh, I know we missed some free throws in that game, but we did hit our last nine in the ru- in a row. Yep. Of course, ESPN or SEC Network didn't mention that. They just kept talking about it early on when we were missing them. <laughs> you know, so. Uh, but I, yeah, and I had to miss uh, the game, and well, I was I was uh, honored to be at the uh, Tennessee Baseball Banquet. How was, was it? Wonderful. How was it? It was wonderful. All the players got up there and introduced themselves, and Coach Vitello was great. And, of course, John Wilkerson was the MC. He's, you know, he's excellent. Wonderful. He is excellent. And uh, I'll tell you what, Bino. Now, somebody told me there hadn't been final cuts yet. but uh, They don't make final cuts. Enough, That's right. We got enough pitchers to fill two teams right now. <laughs> So there's so many pictures. It is the strangest thing the way they do baseball. Because last year I was asking Tony early in the season, when are we announcing the final roster? And he said, come on, man. And I'm like, come on, man, what? And the way they do baseball is they they take that thing right down to the wire. Yeah, they do. When they announce that roster. And and that's the way it goes. And college baseball is just so weird like that, the way they, for lack of a better term, the way they oversign. That's just the way it is. It's the way it is in that sport. Weird deal. Well, they only have eleven point three scholarships. Yeah, but with NIL now, they're 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 paying a lot more guys way, and there's a lot of guys, yeah. that, you know, that are getting paid now. So some people that are considered walk-ons are actually getting NIL money. That would be correct. And, uh, I'm gonna tell you what, Kirby Canell looks lean and mean. He, he's he's a great shape. Uh oh. He was dressed to the nines, and he looked lean and mean. He was ready to go. Did the walking stick make an appearance? Oh, yeah. I came in there with a walking stick. Did the flag. Stick. Did you bring the flag at Marcos Garza's table? No. I, I, we we had a, a meeting of that. What about the coonskin cap? Too- what about the coonskin cap? I had it in my bag, but I didn't put it on at the table. <laughs> I thought about it, but I didn't. <laughs> W. Lynn, you're the man. Thank you. Uh, the, Great show, Tony. Thank you. The first couple of um, banquets they did, they were like $20 a ticket, Bino, for Tony Valls. They were two fifty the other night and sold out. So this thing apparently is pretty hot, this Tennessee baseball thing. As we come back on the other side, and again, they're eight. We'll, we'll do that ranking. And if you want to jump in with us, 865-200-5402. Wake Forest, congratulations to them because they've been mathematically eliminated. And they, they're free to move about the cabin because you don't want to enter the season at number one in America. We already know that. <clears throat> Brian, that still holds, right, that thing with uh, – or, or did LSU erase that a couple years ago when they went off and won the championship, the Miami deal? Uh no, the number one seed that you're talking about the number one seed coming into the yes the Miami NCAA tournament Miami in '99 was the last one. I'm not they're sure about still LSU. The last one, yes. okay. Yeah, they're still the last one to do that. Congratulations, That's the to, number one overall seed. Yes, congratulations to Wake Forest. You've been mathematically eliminated. You're free to move about the cabin, so the rest of those teams can figure out who the champion is. 
and we'll come back on the other side because it has been since Miami since somebody entered at one and won the deal. So pretty hard to do in baseball for whatever reason. All the variables, I guess. I don't know. We'll come back. Tennessee super team a couple years ago almost did it, but couldn't get past Notre Dame and just a really sad Sunday that will never be forgotten by this living fan as long as I'm drawing air as we continue after this. This is Coach Trader's Golf from Columbia Central High School Football. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. And I'm Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Together, we're Mr. Bobby Parks' grandsons, and we run his dealership, and we are glad to be part of our local community. Being family-owned and operated, we invest heavily in our community. We do things like sports teams, schools, bands, you name it. We try to help everybody we can. The reason why we do this is because we all love this community. So come do business with us, your neighbors, at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, right off Nashville Highway, or at ParksMotorSales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, this is Steve, the Garbage Man. Y'all have heard me talk in the past about Packer, our mascot dog. Well, I have some sad news about Packer. She recently crossed over the Rainbow Bridge to join our other beloved pets of the past. Packer lived out her final days on our farm in Water Valley. She had a great 14 years of life after being rescued by Don from being thrown away as a pup in someone's garbage. Rest in peace, Packer. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. 
Give us a call today from our website, memsmodernlandscape.com. That's memsmodernlandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. This is Trey Adcock with Dixie Equipment Sales and Rental. We sell ASV and Wacker Noisen equipment. We also rent a wide variety of compact equipment in the Middle Tennessee area. Come see us. We are located in Columbia, Tennessee at 200 East 16th Street. You can call us at 615-969-0118 or visit our website at www.dixiediesel.com. We have been in business for over 42 years and we would love to help you turn your project into reality. If you have Medicare and Medicaid, you may be able to get more help to cover your care and costs. A United Healthcare dual complete plan can help you get more benefits than original Medicare. Whether you choose our online tools or over the phone support, United Healthcare will help you compare options so you can choose a plan with confidence. See if you qualify for a United Healthcare dual complete plan. Call 855 UHC MORE. That's 855 UHC MORE. 855 UHC MORE. This is Elk Kennedy from Porch Radio. Today I am in downtown Columbia, Tennessee. I'm at Foodland. A new circular is out with specials for this week. As always, these specials will run through next Tuesday and then next Wednesday a new circular will come out. I'm speaking with Bobby Howell, assistant manager. Miles Johnson, the manager, is not feeling well and we hope we say get well, Miles, as soon as you can. Bobby Howell, tell us what's on special this week at Foodland. We have ground chuck, $3.49 a pound. Michigan grown apples, three pound bag, two for five. Domino sugar, four pound bag, two for seven. Totino's pizza rolls, two for five. And six pack Coca-Cola products, two for nine. Oh wow, that's fantastic. And folks, Foodland is the place for guys who grill and women too, for that matter. Has a reputation as the best meat department in all of Murray County. Bobby, see you next week, man. All right, thank you. Thank you. This is Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools and the Big Yellow School Bus. You're listening to Front Porch Radio on 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Absolutely. Beautiful after. Great day to you. Loving it. Legal and large. TB, your man in charge as we welcome you back. The um, Baseball America rankings are out. And then we'll go back to our phones here momentarily. Before we do anything else, I want to give a shout-out to our new Buffalo contingent listening to us today. Uh, Brian, are you familiar with New Buffalo? Is that different than the old Buffalo? Yes. New Buffalo is in Michigan. And Butch Kruger is listening to us. He used to live here for many, many years. I love him. He's a great man. And also, Kerry McKinney are listening to us today. Along with Georgie Boy Kruger, that's uh, our new Buffalo fan club. And a shout-out to the new Buffaloans, home of the new Buffalo Bills. And uh, they are heartbroken broken over what happened with the Lions yesterday, Bri. Oh. Because the entire state well, of Michigan wanted to. That scene of those people in that dome was as good as it gets in professional sports. Those people deserve to win, man. And uh, Butch is getting ready to turn 82 in February 2nd, and that is the youngest-looking 82-year-old man on the planet. So you go, Butch Kruger. I want to give a special shout-out to Juwan Jennings and Trey Smith. Yep. And 
they were on the 2017 team that went 0 8. But the year before, that Lions game sort of felt like the Tennessee Florida game where Juwan made a catch that turned that thing around in 16, where, you know, they were down 21 3. And then yep. when the momentum changed and it just stopped on it, it just changed on the diamond. There was nothing Florida could do to stop it when Tennessee got rolling in the second half. So that sort of reminded me of that game, which ironically, Jennings was on the winning side both times. We're going to go back to our busy phones, 865-200-5402, and we'll get as many people in here as humanly possible. College baseball top 25 rankings by Baseball America are out. Wake Forest is number one with a bullet. Wake Forest, of course, added Tennessee starter, who's there now. And they're pretty good. They're loaded. LSU, though they've lost all that talent, they've reloaded. They lost Skeens. They lost Dylan Cruz. The number one and number two overall draft picks in America. But they return Tommy. Looked like I could have played lead guitar in Leonard Skinner. He really looks like the Van Zant guy playing third base over there. Take cross between... Uh, Van Zant and a young Phil Williams from WIMZ. No offense. But um, they they say they have the deepest pitching staff in the nation, Beanstar, though they lost Paul Skeens. Can you imagine that at LSU? You don't think they take it seriously at LSU, do you, Beano? Uh, yeah, they're not uh, taking dice off there, Tony. Uh, no. You don't think they were going to take that sitting down when Tony Valls beat them in the Super here and was uh, – Diving into Five the crowd, wins that year. Crowd surfing. I know against them. We were over there when he dove into the stands. Never be forgotten by the living fan. That man when he went airborne. Jeez. Arkansas number three in America. Huh? Shared the SEC championship with Florida last year. TCU got him in the NCAA tournament. Basically, what I'm telling you here is that they're number three. Florida's number four. Oregon State, just because they had to put somebody else in there, is number five. TCU is number six, the Horn Frogs. Vanderbilt is number seven. Our baseball balls are number eight. Clemson, who we played that historic series with last year, is number nine. And Virginia is number ten. So there are, in the top ten... I mean, you don't think it means more in the SEC, do you? One, two, three, four, five of the top ten teams in America are in the Southeastern Conference in baseball. EWOD sent me a little nugget here. Top 50 net rankings by conference. Top 50 in the net. The SEC has eight of them. Eight. Eight, by comparison, where the uh, player of the year, alleged, the alleged player of the year resides, the Big Ten has four. The Big 12 has ten. The SEC has eight. And the Big 12 has ten. Ten. That's outlandish for the Big 12 to have ten top 50 teams by via net rankings 
Southeastern Conference, Bino, this year might be as good as it's been in your lifetime from top to bottom. Yeah, that's uh, really, really strong basketball. Tony, how about, how about the way that – and <clears throat> I, I, I know it's all about postseason, but how about the way that both Rick Barnes and um, Tony Vitello come in here and all of a sudden in basketball and baseball especially, we're – mentioned among the elite hello treated like the elite hello uh just hey it, it's pretty good times here as a tennessee fan <laughs> across the board i'll tell you that don't One say more that question, well, don't, don't say that around the barnstormers though don't say that around the barnstormers well we are treated as an elite program uh in in basketball we get in events we had never been invited to before uh, Rick Barnes gets a whistle I've never seen here before. Um, you know, it, it hasn't changed our history in the postseason, uh, but it certainly has in the regular season. Um, it, it was Friday the first day that Tennessee could legally have a full-team practice in baseball. And they're playing a game. How is that? Uh, that is, that's the dumbest thing. I never even thought of that until until coach Vitello said that on here several weeks back they they can't have a legal full-team practice until two weeks before their first game he what was sport he, does that that's he he was on here he was on here congratulating Todd Helton on Wednesday right or was it Thursday Bry Wednesday when was it Wednesday or Thursday uh I think Wednesday maybe okay and I talked to him off the air, you know. And to, I said, Tone, thanks for squeeze, you know, jumping in with us and squeezing us in. And he said, squeezing you in? What are you talking about? I said, well, you know, you pra- pra-. he said, practice. You sound like Alan, Alan Iverson. He said, we just got off a conference call going over some stuff with the league. and all the." He said, the league coaches basically sat there and just – complained and aired it out aired the aired the league out why aren't we allowed to practice are you trying to get people hurt he said i gotta play a game in two weeks and this is the first time we're allowed to reconvene as a team and practice and bino you are absolutely correct that's about the dumbest thing in the world you're a second semester of sport and you're not allowed to get together and and practice as a team i mean god forbid the, the games might look cohesive early on if you did that, Bino. That's it's moronic. Just stupid. Yeah, it's stupid. It's performative NCAA nonsense is what it is. What yeah. if uh, Major League Baseball had like one week of spring training or two weeks? Per- uh, well, performative NCAA nonsense. The Yankees wouldn't have a 40-man roster if that happened. Back to the They'd have a 100-man IR. Back to the phones we go. 865-200-5402. We'll get as many people in here as humanly possible. We were talking about the connect effect and the fact that nobody's had the effect he's had. 
which is interesting. When you when you look at it on paper, and you look at Tennessee's one and dones, and I don't know whether to call this guy a transfer or a one and done because he's a little bit of both. You know. None of those kids had the impact this guy had. I, I couldn't imagine getting a a, a one-and-done, because he's compared to on this level. Now, he's not this player, okay? So don't say I'm comparing him to Kevin Durant. But people talk about how Rick Barnes has resurrected some of the stuff they ran for Durant at Texas for this guy, and I do think that's accurate, by the way. So good on Rick Barnes for doing that. They, they've called the files here. But this guy is so, this guy is so, so special. So special. Let's go back to our phones. We'll get our next call in. Let's go back to our TLD Logistics phone lines. Hello, welcome in. You're on the Monday edition. Hey, Tony. Hey, Bino. Brian's Richie. How you guys doing? Hey, Richie. Great to talk to you, man. Richie. Yeah, I was having uh, flashbacks last night uh, watching the, the 49ers and Lions. I, I still hold Shanahan responsible for the Falcons uh, blowing the Super Bowl. So, you know, I thought it was ironic that Campbell kind of let him off the hook last night, not kicking, you know, not once but two uh, field goals. They had a chance to go up by two score, uh, three scores. Three scores. Um, yeah. But uh, something Bino said actually got me stirring because while we were – listening this uh, when the show first started he said something like literally right after i thought it and it was at what point are these conferences going to take these schools like vanderbilt like rutgers like mm. i don't know northwestern indiana and say guys y'all aren't holding up your end of the bargain this is a money-making endeavor uh you know you can be junior members and play in other sports but you're not going to share in the money for the two big sports if you're not going to put a product on the field and people aren't going to show up. You know, who who's going to be the first one to strike the blow? Do you think it's going to be the Big Ten? Do you think it's going to be the SEC? Is it, I mean, if the ACC still exists, will they do it? Because I think that's going to be the next step in this evolution of, of um, especially football, is instead of conferences ending, I think you're going to see the big conferences start to contract a little bit you know, to get to that Super League and start knocking off some of the schools that, frankly, don't bring anything uh, from, an, from a financial standpoint. I, I think it's all contractual. And the other side of this is, and I, I just, I always ask this out loud because a coaching buddy of mine told me this one time, and I think it's I think it's accurate. You need somebody you can beat, too. Vanderbilt does serve a purpose. They're like a borderline week off. Now, they're not that way in basketball. That, that, Arkansas team, when they go into people's gyms this year, I think they're the team that could take a week off uh, or take take a game off on you on the road. Under this coach, which is weird, Richie, this Vanderbilt team plays really hard, and they run really good stuff, and they're pretty good at what they do. That's what's so strange about watching them. But you are right, and Bino's right. When you choose to not have players on your roster – you're choosing to play with one hand tied behind your back, and it just it doesn't make any sense. And in football, they're they're unsightly, except for the uh, in recent years, except for the uh, era with Franklin, they've been kind of a kind of an eyesight or eye uh, eyesore. Um, Bino, but you do need somebody you can beat, though, right? They do serve a purpose. Yeah, they they serve a purpose, Tony. But Richie's right. 
we've seen so many things that I never thought that I would see that I think the time will come when there are two Super Leagues and Vanderbilt will not be a part of that. You know, you and W. Lim were talking about the grant of rights there with the ACC. If Vandy was in the ACC, they would receive a letter that says, pay no attention to this grant of rights. Feel free to leave. <laughs> well, and I think one thing that we're, 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 we might need to consider, too, going forward, is that when this playoff, when, when it expands, because I don't think we're stopping at 12, uh, and this becomes more of a post football, especially becomes more of a postseason sport. Mm-hmm. You know, I think the bowl games are going to have less meaning. I don't think necessarily finishing seven and five or eight and four or six and six, as opposed to five and seven, is going to matter as much when you when you reach a twenty team playoff or a twenty four team playoff or maybe even a twelve team playoff. So I think the idea that you you need those games. To, to, to put those wins on your resume or to put those wins in the... Now, the coaches will want that. But I think if you have smart people running the athletic departments, they'll be like, you know, whether we go 5-7 and seven or 7-5 seven and five, 10 years from now may not matter as much as it did, you know, five years ago because you're still not in the playoff. Uh, so I, I don't know that it's... Uh, that it's going to be the same methodology of, well, hey, we need Vanderbilt. Hey, we need Duke. Hey, we need Rutgers. You know, we need that, we need that one school that we know in our league. Every, all our big, our big programs can run rough shot over so they can get to that six win plateau or that seven win plateau to make sure they still go to bowl games because that attendance is dropping. Uh, I mean, I think, I still think we're going to have, some sort of bowl games, but I don't think it's going to be the same as it was, you know, as big of a deal as it was 10 years ago, as much when the playoff keeps expanding. I mean, you've seen it in the big bowls. Uh, so, and, uh, yeah, but you, you still need teams. So I, you still need teams you can beat, though, Richie. You still got to, you still have to have a soft underbelly. I do agree with you, though, that you can't become an eyesore to the point where you win a game a year. But, yeah, the, what you and Bino say about Vanderbilt is pretty accurate. They're not trying. That's what I was telling Plaster on my Tuesday appearance with him last week. And, you know, that's a Vanderbilt. It's not a Vanderbilt show, but, you know, he's a Vandy guy. Um, I mean, they give Tennessee a fair shake, but he's a Vandy guy. Billy Derrick's a Vandy guy. And they kind of agree that, and they're very frustrated by the fact that it's almost like they're not trying, and that that just doesn't make any sense. Why wouldn't you try? You're getting a full. Yeah, I think we will see basketball. You're getting. Yeah, yeah we'll see. What? Go ahead, Tarzan. Oh, I'm sorry, Richie. I, I I think what we will see is what Florida State was trying to get the ACC to do, which is pay them commensurate with what they bring to the league. I think we will see that. Wow. I think we'll see a time when Bandy will not get the same cut as Alabama and Tennessee. See, I think that's Lawsuit City, though, if you do that. I don't know that's going to hold up in court. Well, well, also, another factor at play with Vanderbilt, and yeah. I don't know if this will affect the, 
the suits or not. But I mean, the fact that it's a, pu- a private institution as opposed to a public institution, mm-hmm. there are things that Vandy can keep from the SEC and keep from the public that the other member institutions can't. They don't have to make things public. Like USC always does that because they're a private school. They're able to keep out of the public if the, the Freedom of Information Act doesn't work the same with a private institution as it does with the public. So I wonder if that might be a factor, too, with Vanderbilt. I mean, that's the thing about contracts is they're always written. There's always an out. Now, it will cost a lot of money to get there. But there there's always an out in any kind of contract. You just have to be willing to, to stomach the litigation and the cost to do it. And I don't think the SEC is obviously at the point where they want to do that. But they could in the future get to that point. You, I mean, you never know. The landscape always could change. But, but- – you but, can't. Everybody can't be a powerful team in one of these leagues, though. That's the thing I'm going to caution people of. You'll, if you do that, you're going to bite your nose off to spite your face. The, the Vanderbilts and the Rutgerses of the world, they serve a purpose. Yeah, you know? I mean, you're right. They, they really well, do. Well, that, that's the thing. When you, go, when, you, when you go to a playoff model, not everyone's going to have a happy ending of their season. It's like college basketball. You know, no matter how much you win, you know, only one team ends up having having a satisfying ending to their season that's right uh, everyone else is disappointed because they lost a game or and that's kind of been the thing that college football has always had that's been a little unique is with the bowl system you know you could feel good at the end of your season a lot of times and have a good season because you that's can right. win now that we're moving to a playoff model i you know that that's that is going to change that really and appeals some teams to are the, gonna have good yeah. years and some teams are gonna have bad what you don't want to happen is you don't want to have the same tour that appeals to the living Braves and the living Phillies fan, you know. I wish we had a bowl system in baseball. Thank you, Rich. Throw a little cheap shot on the Braves there. Sound like we lost them. As a as a private institution, Vandy needs to figure out a way they don't have to reveal the results of their football and basketball games. Is what they need to do. <laughs> well, what what I think is is really interesting about that Stackhouse thing, and I keep going back to this, is that he can really coach. So I don't understand the concept of choosing not to recruit. I I just, for the life of me, I'm never going to understand that. Well, you think being a ex-NBA All-Star that he would draw players to him. Brian, he can, without having to really. Brian, he he's got yeah. his own shoe line. I mean, come on, he's got street crab, man. If that guy wanted, how to, in the world does that work? If he wanted to, he could get pliers. It's weird. Jerry Stackheist. It is weird. Eight six five two hundred five four zero two. The thing I think that's really interesting about bowl season this year is that it looked like people quit going to him, Bino. This season. People didn't quit watching them on television, but they quit going to them. When you saw that many empty seats at our game down there in Florida, Bino, you know people quit going to those games. Which is kind of interesting, isn't it? Yeah, it it is. Even though they no longer care who's in the seats. And they don't care. That's the other side of that, yeah. See, that's the dirty little secret. That's that's the studio audience thing now. Speaking of which, I care. We care. We fight for your right to party on here, you know. Um, 
and always will. So here's my question for you today on the program. What are you doing Saturday night? Because we're doing a listener watch party at a corner 16, North Shore and Pellissippi Parkway. Uh, we will be there. Tennessee and Kentucky. Some years the game's better than others. When they're really good and we're really good, that is white hot. That is must-see TV. Tennessee and Kentucky, and Matt Dixon pointed this out to me, is the 8.30 game, Eastern, on ESPN. Have you guys seen what the undercard game is? Have not. Duke and North Carolina is the lead in yeah. that game. Duke and that's North Carolina. Now that's got to gall those people. But to, that's Bino. See, Bino's point is this. Rick Barnes has done everything here but really win big in March. And that is exactly what Bino is talking about. Tennessee, in every way, shape, and form, is a blue blood program right now, except for the March component. That's it. And I realize that's a big component. Okay, I'm not going to hide from that. I'm not going to act like that's not the case. You're not either, Bino, are you? Like, I'm not going to insult anybody's intelligence no, out here. No, ab- absolutely not. He, he has to start advancing some in the NCAA tournament. Absolutely. But they're every bit of blue blood. Every bit they're of blue blood. They're treated like a blue blood program now. Yes. yes. They are blue blood. That's why Dalton Connects here. Well, you know, Jimmy Dykes' narrative. He just kind of fell out of a tree. No. They beat Kansas for him. They beat North Carolina for him. They beat Indiana for him. I mean, last time I checked, those are blue blood basketball schools. Do you, do you remember Tennessee recruiting, going heads up with those schools and getting a player? Do you ever remember that? You tell me. Used to be. Hey, I've only been here 30 years doing this. And generally, whenever a Duke or a North Carolina appeal appears on a kid's recruiting list or Kentucky next to ours down through the years, you just go somewhere else and go get a player. You just go somewhere else. Don't bother with it. Why bother? Why waste your time? Not the case now. Now, you want to give uh, Barnes credit or you want to rip him or whatever you want to do, you want to be a Barnes Stormer, I'm going to tell anybody how to think. Never have. But Bino's right. Tennessee's a blue blood program and everything right now but that March win. And Matt jumped me a couple weeks ago when I said that on here. And, Matt, you can peace because when Bino says it, that makes it true. So thank you, Bino, for calling Matt Dixon out here on the show because he deserves it. So we continue with more on the other side. And you're right, Bino. He is a knucklehead as we continue. To the callers that were on hold, if you want to jump in, 865-200-5402. Our friends at Comcast had a reset. They did a reset, like college football is doing a reset coming into 2024. So if you want to get back in, it's 865-200-5402 as we continue after this. 
This is Trip Stoltz with Columbia Ace Hardware. I love listening to 101.7 WKOM-FM, Columbia, Tennessee. Celebrate you with a new vehicle from Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. We have a huge selection of new vehicles waiting for you. We're talking cars, trucks, and SUVs. And if you're in the business of selling your vehicle, we've got you covered. We'll buy from you even if you don't buy from us. At Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia, we're locally owned and operated and proud to serve our community as the largest CDJR dealership in Tennessee. Find your new ride today when you visit Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. Celebrate love with Tillis Jewelry's exclusive Valentine's Day Pink Box Special. Surprise your special someone with an exquisite piece from our collection, elegantly presented in a charming pink box. Each box comes with delectable chocolates and is adorned with a beautiful white bow. My name is Jenna, and this Valentine's Day, let's make it unforgettable. Because when you choose Tillis, you're not just giving a gift, you're creating a moment that will be cherished forever. Do you suffer from knee pain? Is it painful to walk or perform your day-to-day activities? If so, we have great news at the Dr. Gill Center. We can relieve your knee pain fast and easy with no downtime and no surgery. The FDA has approved a new non-surgical treatment for knee pain, and it's covered by most major insurance, including Medicare. This treatment has helped millions of people across the nation. Call today to see if you qualify for a free consultation and get back to a pain-free life. 615-551-9224. Brown's Body Shop has two locations to provide your vehicles with high-quality body and frame repairs, the best paint jobs, and custom body fabrications. Brown's Body Shop has been successful for more than 50 years because of their highly trained personnel, competitive prices, superior customer care, and timely service. Don't put off body repairs or that custom paint job at Fenders. Go to Brown's Body Shop today, 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin. Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, Southern Middle Tennessee, and North Alabama. Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long hot day at work, there's always one nearby. Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Southern Middle Tennessee and North Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. This is Trip Stoltz, owner and manager at Columbia Ace Hardware. We have changed our store hours to better serve our community. Columbia Ace Hardware is now open from 7 to 7, Monday through Friday, from 8 to 4 on Saturday, and closed on Sunday. 
Come see us at 112 East James Campbell Boulevard and let us show you customer service that can only be found at Columbia Ace Hardware. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. I am Jack Blackstone. And I'm Emery Blackstone. Together, we are Greenway Tech Repair. Tired of slow computers, cracked phone screens, and fancy home electronics you don't know how to use? We can help. We provide local on-site services as well as remote troubleshooting for any job, no matter how large or small, from computers and laptops to mobile devices and home electronics. We Blackstone Brothers are eager to serve our community. Find us on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. That's on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. Hey, this is Seth Moss at Tennessee Valley Equipment, a premier FAE Prime Tech, Bandit, and Shearex dealer. We are your dealer for all of your land clearing and forestry mulching needs. We sell equipment, provide repair service, and parts along with a rental fleet of mulching equipment. We also offer mulching teeth, blades, and sharpening. Our number one priority is getting you up and running as quickly and affordable as possible. Tennessee Valley is located at 300 Santa Fe Pike in wonderful Columbia, Tennessee. Stop by or give us a call today at 931-981-9812. Don't let pain keep you out of the game. Murray Regional Physical Therapy's experienced team of therapists can help you recover from surgery, injury, or illness by designing a plan that meets your unique needs. We utilize state-of-the-art equipment and proven techniques to help you get back to doing the things you love. Schedule a consultation at any of our convenient Southern Middle Tennessee locations by calling 931-380-4014. Murray Regional Health, where clinical excellence meets compassionate care. In Tuscaloosa, we live by the blue-collar basketball motto. Stepping back, deep three, bottom. Hard work. Two on one, driving, stepping through, tough shot, got it to go. Dedication. Front court to the rack. Oh! And teamwork. Play the song for the champions of the Southeastern Conference. Join us for every game right here on your home for Alabama basketball. Right here, Saturdays on WKOM 101.7 FM. Debbie Matthews Realtor and her husband Jason, who is a pro songwriter, also own a music publishing company. They live in historic downtown Columbia with their dogs. Dog rescue work is their passion project. They consider Middle Tennessee their backyard and their lives are full of all things Tennessee. Debbie says there is no greater honor than to help someone find a home. To be trusted with that job, there is no greater privilege. Call Debbie at the Nashville Realty Group, 615-476-3224, 615-476-3224. This is Clayton Harris, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. Fired up, focused, and prepared with you on a Monday. A few minutes left to spend with the radio listener. I want to remind you, tclub.team today, Orange Throat, with a great pithy report today. Not to be confused with the mood I was in last Monday, which wasn't pithy, but it sounds like that. Uh, 865-200-5402. Our Super Bowl is set, if you want to discuss that. To me, I've always been of the mindset, and I've set it down through the years, that the weekend for the real football fan is the championship weekend. And the Super Bowl is more of a show. You know, an usher performing, and this year, Tony Romo and Jim Nance's really bad chemistry. And then all the new commercials. That's a Super Bowl. Super Bowl's for the non-sports fan, the, 
you know, the general talk show, like the Halloran Hills, no offense, but guys that don't watch sports, to sit there and, you know, talk about the commercials on the Super Bowl and what Taylor Swift had on, you know. The, the real games are, and you know, what stars are there and this, that, and the other. The real games happened to be yesterday. Now, Bino, I was told by a guy who gambles a lot on here that we're playing numbers, not teams. Lamar Jackson is, I don't care what your numbers say. I don't care what your models say. I don't care what some guy in Vegas says. He's not winning in the playoffs. And I didn't do it. I'm sorry. I saw the movie. His name was Randall Cunningham. I lived through it. He's not winning. Patrick Mahomes is winning in the playoffs. Patrick Mahomes has zero wide receivers around him. Zero. Zero help. Because he's making all the money. He's got himself. He's got a tight end. He's 34 years old. That's what he has. Patrick Mahomes yesterday was like a magician in that game, Bino. When they had to make plays. Like a magician. The arm angles, the, the crazy throws he was making. I mean, and then, they, and then they went dormant in the second half. And, you know, they didn't, they just basically played cat and mouse with the Ravens because they knew the quarterback over there couldn't make plays against them. It's bizarre. You ever see anything like that, Bino? A regular season guy to a playoff guy, how different he is? Yeah, that, it, it, it for whatever reason, it just hasn't worked and it doesn't look like it's going to work, Tony. You've got to be able, uh, when they shut that run completely down, you've got to be able to make, make throws consistently. And he just hasn't been able to do that. And, you know, in, in the gambling thing, sometimes the simple Sometimes the simple thought process is the best. And the simple thought process in that one is, why am I going to lay points with a team that never wins in the playoffs against one that almost always wins in the playoffs? And yesterday, the the indicators of this online, okay, the pros came in and hammered, hammered the Ravens late, hammered them. And it was a Joes versus Pros weekend, and the Joes got to laugh at the Pros. And Vegas made a lot of money this weekend on that result. A lot of money. Pros are the ones that move the lines. The recreation recreational gambler out there. Uh, let me put put this way: Vegas was not sad to see what happened yesterday. Isn't that amazing, Bino? And 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 by the way. Uh, Lamar Jackson, the plays they made were like busted plays. Like the tip pass catch to himself. The guy's an incredible athlete. Incredible. The touchdown in the back of the end zone where he shook two guys and made a like a circus-like throw into the back of the It's an incredible athletic play. But the down-in, down-out, managing the team, going down the field, functioning in a playoff game, he just doesn't do it. And I lived through it. And I love Randall Cunningham, my favorite player of all time. Most dynamic, most incredible. When he gets in the open field, he looks like, you know, it's not fair. It looks like a cheat code. But I lived through it. And I'm just keeping it real, man. I 
I said on here, I didn't think they beat Houston, and it was a ball game at halftime against Houston because he was so bad in that first half. No offense. Not hating on the guy. But it is what it is with him at this point. Is he going to fool you again, Bino? Because I don't think he's, I don't know that he's got many people left. He's going, I couldn't imagine being a member of their fan base. Uh, I, no, I, I'm, I'm, I didn't believe yesterday. I certainly won't believe next year either. Um, I give Bino you know, credit. If, yeah, he said on here Friday, he was with me. He didn't believe either. In, in, in the college game, Tony. Uh, you get beat by a quarterback who can beat you with his legs when everything breaks down. In the pro game, you get beat by a quarterback that somehow finds a way to beat you with his arm when everything breaks down. That Mahomes thing yesterday, that one-third down conversion they had early in that game where he threw out of an arm angle, I didn't know was possible. He looks like uh, his arm's made of rubber sometimes the way he gets rid of the ball, and he's so creative, genius-like almost out there. Weird the way he can do that. Contorts himself, gets into crazy angles, and delivers the ball on the money. And look, I'm, I'm as tired of him as everybody else is. You know, his brother's a total douche. His wife's kind of annoying, he can play. I'm sorry. He can play. And don't blame Taylor Swift. She didn't do it. Let's go to the phones. Hello and welcome into our next call. You're on the air. Hi. This is me. You're, you're right there. Go go for it. This is Mark. How's it going? Hey, Mark. Hey, uh, I was uh, <clears throat> watching that last night. And I was listening. Uh, I was thinking about it. I think you've talked about it before. And I totally agree uh about when Detroit didn't go for um you know on the fourth down. Yep. What was really ironic is, you know, if they got the ball on the one or two yard line and they kick a field goal and take the points, but then it's fourth down twice and they don't take the point to uh, you know, keep making sometimes a, at one point a three three score game. And uh it's just I just it's just is that a Detroit thing or do you think it's more of that coach? You think they just choke, or you think they just choke? Well, that's how the coach plays. The coach has this weird thing where sometimes he's analytical, but most times he just kind of goes by his gut. And here's the thing. I'm always going to be a believer that the more things change, the more they stay the same. If you can't block and tackle in football, you won't win. And if you get in playoff games and you refuse to take points, you're not going to beat great football teams. You are just not. And what they did yesterday was pig-headed and silly, in my mind. Because yeah. Detroit should have won that game. They should have won. They had right. one little one little spurt in that game where they got outplayed. But for the, for the preponderance of that game, they were the better football team. I mean, heck, they even drove the ball down the field late and had an opportunity to do something. So... In my mind, at some point, you have to take points when you get in a playoff spot. And I was talking about Josh Heupel going forward. Man, I hope, because these newfangled coaches that think they've reinvented this deal, and I'm not piling on him, but this, this is the way it is in this analytical era. 
you got to take points. You get these yeah. championship games. Hey, you get these high-leverage SEC games. You're on the road at Texas. You better kick a field goal in those spots. Yeah. I, I thought something else, too. Uh, it's kind of ironic. Um, man, I felt like Detroit had a great game plan for them. I felt like they were ready to play. Yep. They executed wonderful in that first half. Went in that halftime, and I was so worried that they're going to say, okay, you know, we kind of got this and kind of made it course. The 49ers picked it up and was ready to go. But wasn't it kind of, did it kind of look like the Tennessee Alabama? Absolutely. Where we, you know, the first half and then the second yep. half, kind of like, kind of, it was kind of had that feel. You know? I wrote that in the blog, did I? I, I think that, um, it had a lot of that to it. It was almost like the 49ers kind of flexed on them, Bino. Like, okay, you had your chances. We're going to take the game over now. We're just going to make plays. And and they got – I call that ball that hit the defender in the face mask that popped up for almost a touchdown on the goal line. I call that play right there Alabama football under Nick Saban. Yeah. They just made those right. plays. Right. Well, so. and, and Tony, one of them's been there and one has it. That's and right. It it's hard. That's yeah. exactly right. Yeah. It's hard, man. Yeah. Yep. Thank Thanks you. for your time. Hey, thank Love you, you brother. Yeah, you too. Um, last year – the Niners got their face robbed in it in the Eagle by the Eagles in the championship game. And the Niners came back this year as the best team in the NFL. That's what they are. But they were almost clipped yesterday. They should have been clipped. I'll submit to you, and Beanstar, you were saying this in the first hour, if they would have kicked that field goal to go back up three scores, I think they're very hard to beat there at that point. I've taken your momentum away from you. We've just traded field goals. There's eight minutes to go in the third quarter. You're down 17 You've got to play nearly perfect football the rest of the way to beat me at that point. Yeah, I believe that, Tony. I believe if they kick a field goal there, that they win the game. Now, why wouldn't you kick a field goal there? And I love Dan Campbell, coach of the year. Incredible. Coach of the century. To take a franchise that hasn't won a road playoff game, hadn't done anything in forever, since 1956, though, and get that close to beating that San Francisco team that's built for this year. I mean, they went all in. I mean, you look at their cap situation in the offseason and all these, like, kind of like the Eagles super team from last year. They're going to be able to keep all those guys. This is their load-up year. And those that watch the NFL know that. There are certain years where you cycle into that deal where, okay, the, the, the cap hit's going to come due. Hey, and listen. This Brock Purdy guy that y'all want to put down, I'm going to tell you something. That son of a gun is a winner. He could play for me any day of the week. You want to give me a choice, him or Lamar Jackson, I'll take him. Now, you want to give me a choice, him or Patrick Mahomes, I'm, I'm not a dummy. I'm taking Mahomes. But that guy right there functioned in that football game yesterday. He ran when he had to. He made plays when he had to. He sold his body out when he had to. He's not very athletic. He was damn good, Bino, in that second half, was he not? Oh, absolutely, Tony. Absolutely. He, you you put it right. He's just a winner. I'll go back to the fence. People hate on him. Well, you know, he's not athletic, and he's not seventh round. He's a, you know, he's picked last pick in the draft, and, you know, he's just a system quarterback. What does that even mean, a system quarterback? What does that even mean? To me... When, when the game's on the line and you go out and you win, I mean, what what is that even, a system quarterback, what does that even mean? 
A system quarterback. That's what you say about somebody when you have anything left to say. Well, he's a system quarterback. Okay. And that, like they say about, um, like, a, like a Taylor Swift, right? We know she only she only writes songs for the kids. Okay. You don't think that there are other people out there, if they had a chance to write the songs for the kids the way she writes the songs for the kids, that resonate like that and they could be the biggest singer in the world? You don't think they would do that? I mean, are you kidding me? you, you got to be kidding me, right? She dominates the pop charts like, I mean, the Beatles, Michael Jackson. You, you don't think, uh, I mean, come on. I mean, let's get real here. Yeah, he's a system quarterback. He's playing in the Super Bowl. Played in an NFC Championship game last year and a Super Bowl. Is that any good? They had a first-round pick in front of him, and they got rid of him. Is that, I mean, is that is that any good? We'll come back. Uh, we'll do a TLD Logistics Overdrive overtime. All lines are jammed. The irony of doing a talk show. So we will get a bunch of calls in and our TLD Logistics Overdrive Overtime at tclub.team. Hit the website up or find us over on Twitter spaces at Tony Basilio to the radio listener. God willing, we'll do it again tomorrow. Hey, God's blessings on you in peace. This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern middle Tennessee. WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia.